0: Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove, and today is February the 25th, and we are here in the Bible reading app once again, reading a couple of Psalms on this Sunday morning. So follow along if you can. Otherwise, let me read this over you, and in the end, I'll give you a few thoughts before we end our time together. Here we go, starting in Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. Who can discern their own errors, forgive my hidden faults? Keep your servant always from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Psalm 20 May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now this I know. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the King. Answer us when we call. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So I want to go back to Psalm 19, because the way it starts is pretty profound. King David starts by talking about the glory of God and how all of the heavens declare this glory. Think of the natural wonders you have seen in the sky or in nature all around you. This is what David's talking about. He knows that you can look and see that there is an ultimate creator. Nobody has to tell us that when we look at something as marvelous as the stars in the night sky. King David even goes on to talk about the sun and how it starts at one end and goes to the other. It causes light to shine on everyone and brings warmth to the people it shines on. David starts by marveling at the wonderful God we serve. But then look at what he goes into at verse 7. He goes from talking about this magnificent creation to The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever the decrees of the Lord are firm and all of them are righteous. See what he did? He went from marveling at this natural wonder around him to understanding the importance of God creating with order. God is a God of order. He has a plan for all things. And inside of that plan is God's perfect will. King David is equating that to the same understanding that he has towards nature. While nature declares the glory of God, so do his commands. His commands aren't burdensome. They're not meant to harm us or to cause us frustration. They are meant to keep us out of trouble. Remember Psalm 119.11, Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you? This is the beauty of God's commands. He made them so that we would know how to stay out of trouble. Now, you might think that it wouldn't be trouble if there weren't the commands. It's that age old conversation that if there wasn't the law, then we wouldn't break the law. But the truth is, God's commands are more than just rules for us to follow. God's commands are righteous, they keep us from harm's way, they show us the way to have the best life possible. In other words, God didn't establish order so that disorder would seem chaotic. God established order so that all things would be made right. It's what comes from having a perfect plan. If there isn't rules and ways to stay on track with this perfect plan, then a people created with free will will constantly trample all over that plan. So God established rules. He made laws and decrees. Not to make your life difficult, but so that you could understand the way to life. No, you don't have to follow those rules and laws and commands. But if you want the best life possible, you will have to fall in line with what that order looks like. The same order that David is expressing brought everything into existence that you could look up and see the glory of God in the sky above. That same order is found in following the commands of God. So, my encouragement for you today, learn God's commands. Listen to Paul's words that he writes in Ephesians chapter 5, starting in verse 8. He says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Paul is encouraging. Make sure to figure out what pleases the Lord, because inside of it is goodness, righteousness, and truth. And those things, my friend, lead to life. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.